passion. So although I talk to all women, the black woman's pain is special to me because that's where I come from. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Uninterrupted. Hypnotic conversations on the misadventures and how I always seem to mess up the road to self-discovery. We're talking about embracing the transition from my childish 20s to my grown AF 30s, being unapologetically Black, changing the narrative of this Black girl's trials with my tribe. Black Girl Uninterrupted is a podcast for all my marginalized Black girls worldwide. I am your host, Coco Amore, and welcome back. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Coco Amore, and we are back. Finally and officially in the first podcast of 2020, Black Girl Uninterrupted is back in full effect. I am, I'm refreshed. I am finally in a good space to where I can give you guys all of me, (laughs) all of the content, all of the tea, all of the every goddamn thing I got going on. So today's episode is called Girl, You Can't Keep a Man. Oh, how many people hear that shit? I'm probably like the only person that get that a lot out of all my friends. Like, you know, damn girl, you switching them up again? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm switching them up. I'm switching them up and I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And a lot of people think when they say that to women or a lot of women who receive that comment about their relationship habits, sometimes get, you know, um, upset and they get uh, down on themselves about it and they start accepting shit that they shouldn't be accepting. Uh, They start doing things that they normally wouldn't do in relationships just to make sure that they have somebody and no one is, you know, commenting on their ability to keep them in. But understand this, there's a difference when you can't keep a man, not by your own choice, but when you don't want to. There is a difference between women who is willing to ride or die for anything versus women who just understand I'm better than this shit. I am so much better than this shit. And a lot of you wonder where this comes from, where we left off last time. Um, We was talking about marriage and understanding your partner and understanding like, you know, where you guys would be communication wise. And since then, and since then, y'all, shit has hit the fan. And even before the last November podcast, doing that podcast was so hard for me because Knowing what I know, what was going on in my own relationship, I was trying to figure out a way on how to navigate trust in a different arena, Um, in a space where I don't know this person from my past. I don't know anyone who knows them. So I really have to rely on the individual and what they are telling me and what 
I believe they are saying, right? So when you have to deal with someone you don't know or you don't have any commonalities um, in reference to like friends, family, someone who knows them at all, that shit is hard. That shit is hard. And let me tell you, trust is a motherfucker and I don't have it. I don't have it. And if you looking for me to have it, it ain't there. It ain't there, partner. (laughs) So that's where I left off. And coming into 2020, I I purged a lot of different things from my life. Um, Drinking is not one of them, y'all. I am sipping on a nice Cayman Jack Cuban mojito. You know, it's Saturday in the magic city of age time. Take a sip for y'all. <laughs> Take a sip for y'all. Um, and I just really did some deep thought, some some therapy into what I was going through as an individual, as a mother. I really couldn't put a lot of energy into a relationship that was already failing. And I wanted it to be so good because it felt okay. You know, it didn't feel good, but it felt okay. So when you put a lot of energy into a relationship that you know possibly maybe may fall apart, it's kind of a waste of your time. And I'm not willing to do that. And I had to take a step back and I had to make sure my priorities was just how I had them lined up perfect, perfectly. So I just wanted to say that we going to get into some shit. <laughs> we going to get into some shit. But I am dedicating today's episode to the warriors of self-love, those who choose themselves versus the appearance of being happy for social media, social media, familial appearances, and just to have someone instead of being lonely. I am talking to all my ladies who would drop that nigga like it's hot. I am. (laughs) I am talking to sisters who is out there saying, I don't need that shit. You could take that shit to another bitch. That's who I'm talking to. That's who this episode is dedicated for. I am talking to the girls who is not afraid to start over. The girls who are not alone, are not afraid to sleep alone at night. I am speaking to my queens out there who is willing to walk away from any situation with high credit and high self-esteem, just how you entered that motherfucking relationship. I'm talking to my queens, okay? Now, not to say to the other ladies in, in the world that who stay in relationships, you're weaker, but it is something a little bit more stronger uh, for a woman who stays in her essence, who stays in her in her greatness, whether a motherfucker can stay or go. Whether you stay or you go, it does not break me, period. And that's just on that. And the reason why I came up with this episode is because I recently just, you know, share a picture of me and someone new on Instagram. And if you know me, you know, I don't give a fuck. I switch them up. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. But this individual um, who I share a picture of, he's just 
a little bit, a lot more special than anybody I've ever met in my life. And the individual, (laughs) the individual came about years ago and it was, it was instant attraction between him and I, but everything was via the phone. And it's so hard to do things over the phone versus face-to-face. And if you know me, I have a bomb-ass personality. Y'all get to see that on the radio and you guys get to hear me and you guys get to understand what the fuck I'm coming from. So if you saw the post the other day and yesterday, um, it got a lot of attention. Like, damn, bitch, you switched them niggas up. As I should. If a motherfucker don't want to act right, sis, you got the fucking right to walk away. No one is saying that you need to stay. You need to be in some shit that you don't need to be in. So, like I said, today's episode is all about my queens who is not afraid to walk away from some shit that they don't have to deal with. Period. And that's just on it. (laughs) So we're going to get into this episode and we'll be right back. Don't get upset by it. Don't think it's just you. But you keep being a dumb bitch. Hey, really quickly, I wanted to interrupt the podcast just to remind you to make sure you are liking, commenting, and sharing and leaving me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you listen by way of Anchor FM, make sure you are tapping that love button or leaving me a voicemail. Hey, I want to hear what you're thinking about the podcast. Did I say or did me and my girl say anything that has inspired you or made you think about something? I want to know. So make sure you are leaving me a review and you're telling me all of your favorite things about the podcast, sharing them with your friends so we can have more girls helping healing in the tribe. Also, I want to make sure you guys are following me on social media. Make sure you're following this show's page, BGU Podcast, on Instagram, and also my personal Instagram page, CocoAmore.BGU. Hey, let's get back to the podcast. So back to the matters at hand. (laughs) So... I always say, if you want to know something about me, listen to the podcast, right? So I just feel like I owe you guys an explanation as to what happened and why did I go missing and why did it take so much of me to get missing? A while back in October, after, you know, I obviously you know, showed the person I've been seeing for about six months. Um, I decided to uh, lay down one night. We was just having a conversation and he said some things. And I can honestly say woman's intuition is never wrong. I went to sleep feeling uneasy about something. Uh, I knew about a POF profile that he told me about And he would say, you know, it's just about business. It's about business. It's about business. Now, a couple of times 
the phone has rung and it showed XYZ POF. And I'm like, hmm, okay, should I answer the phone or should I not? You know, and I'm a real, I'm a real queen. I don't do shit like that. That's peasant shit to me. So I don't stoop that low to get to it. I just observe and I watch and I just, I just manage from there. And from that point on, I started to distance myself from the relationship. I started to take away things that I obviously, you know, was doing in the beginning. I stopped having sex with them. And I was kind of like really downside from there. So (laughs) downside from there. And uh, from us not having sex, a lot of stuff came out. Um, He was actively cheating on me with people he met off of POF. He actively was seeing these bitches. And I even catfished him, y'all. I motherfucking catfished his ass just to catch him in some type of lie. And the lie and the reason that he gave me was that, oh, his stuff was hacked. You know, it's not him, yada, yada, yada. And and the lies continued, right? Um, and it was just like, what? And then from then on, we had an issue about him purchasing a ticket for me to go to Vegas last minute, which was his idea. And he wanted me to buy my ticket. And I'm like, hell no, <laughs> I'm not that type of chick. You want me to go somewhere, you need to make sure you make it happen. We got into an argument about that. A lot of things came out during that time as well. Um, just more confirmation of him cheating on me. Uh, he came back and a lot of things happened. It, it was just, it was a lot. A lot of heartbreak, a lot of things that I did not expect to happen, happened. Um Things got heated. You know, I had to slap his ass a couple times. Uh, and when I feel like I get to that point, you got to get the fuck out. Like, you got to leave me alone because you're going to make me end up on Snapped. And I don't want to be on Snapped. You know, my kid only <laughs> my kid only got me. So I can't allow myself to get to that point. And if I allow you to get me to that point, then I've I've went too far. You know, so I didn't care about the appearance of social media. I didn't care about how people was going to perceive like, damn, she broke up with somebody else. Like, I didn't give a fuck about that. The things I cared about was my fucking mental health. That's what I cared about. I cared about being able to actively and proactively be a a fucking beast at work. I wanted to get over this so I can have this conversation with y'all today. I could not bring myself to make another episode. And it was at that point when I knew shit fell apart. I was like, fuck, I can't even get on the mic for about 10 minutes without wanting to cry. It's so many episodes that I recorded, but I kept crying in the process. Um, And I just couldn't get myself to, to finish the episode. And it was so hard. And I told myself, once I get to the point where I'm good, I'm, I'm okay, I can, you know, I can record again. But then some things happened 
on the inside. And I don't know what that is. You know, I just started praying and I just asked God, I just said, I just, I'm so tired of being hurt. Like, what is it about me? Is it something that I do and I I know I can move too fast. I know I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm lonely out here. So it forces you to move faster than what you actually would like to. Sometimes it's just the need to be with somebody when you're used to like, you know, either having a, a, a cut buddy or you're used to having some type of intimacy going on in your life when you now live in a place where it seems like everybody's scared to talk to you and I don't and I and I really mean that since I moved to Houston and a couple of my other friends we all agree it's something here in Houston that men are afraid to approach women I don't know if they are afraid to um just be shot down or if they're afraid to you know just be rejected in front of their boys or whatever i i don't know what it is but i've never been approached here ever and bitch i am cute okay i am a cute motherfucker like i am a cute motherfucking individual i'm a bad motherfucker you know what i'm saying now regardless extra weight or not i am fucking cute I am fine. I could cook. I just learned how to make grits. So, a hey, hey, a queen is out here, okay? But, <laughs> but needless to say, it, it, it had me thinking about myself and where I was and my personal likeness of myself. And I started to just break it down and say I hated myself. Like, I hated everything that I was experiencing. I hated the fact that I gained so much weight. I hated the fact that I allowed myself to be in a situation that I knew I shouldn't have took that far. It it was one of those things where like, it's just a summer fling, let it be. Don't make too much out of it. Just have a nice hot girl summer. But then you started like putting those expectations. He started pursuing me, started going so hard. And I was thinking, well, maybe I don't have to be so hard anymore. Maybe I could let down my walls. And when I started to do that, it lets a certain amount of vulnerability in when you start seeing someone on a regular and my pastor uh keon henderson lighthouse church one of the churches i attend (laughs) he talked about people um you know being in relationships and and the effect it can have on you he said one time and it resonated me resonated with me so so bad that sometimes we aren't in relationships. We're in habits. I'm going to let you think on that one for a, for a quick second. Sometimes we we aren't in relationships. We are in habits. In, not in habits as in one word. We're in a habit. Not in a relationship. And how you have to take that is... When you become in a relationship and you're dating someone and you guys make it official, you guys get a routine. You know, he starts calling you on his break or 
he hits you up there, he hits you up there, you know when to call him, you know when, you know, you kind of know when to expect to hear his voice, you kind of know to expect date night is every Friday night, you kind of learn the pattern of your partner, and it's vice versa. So when you create these, these customs, they become a part of your daily habits. Like a habit is something I need, you know, some people need to smoke after they eat or some people need a Pepsi after they have something like gassy. That's a habit. So you become in this habit and now you don't know how to get rid of your bad ass habit. You become so accustomed to this individual and to their partnership and their companionship and their lustfulness for you. And then you become so engulfed into the things that they can do for you and not what they're doing to you besides the sexual aspect. You become so engulfed into this shit. Now you find yourself eight, nine months into a relationship that should have only been a one night stand. Well, (laughs) and you find yourself wasting so much time. And now you have to figure out how do I fix the fuck shit I started? And another pastor said at Lighthouse, he said, sometimes God has to break your heart to save your life. Damn, isn't that like dope as fuck? Sometimes God has to break your heart to save your life. Shit. When I thought about that, I sat there and I I just was considering like, you know, break my heart, save my life. God damn, what he mean? <laughs> God damn. And he's saying these things, this guest pastor at Lighthouse, and he says, no, you're going to be okay, though. Because God's trying to take you out of something before you mess it up. Or before that person puts you in a position to do something that you didn't never want to do. So understand, when people walk away, Most people, they walk away because they are being tested and they're being pushed to a limit or to a space in which they may know not how to get the fuck out of if they don't get out of it at that time being. Before I could find myself two kids in a house, marriage, a failing marriage, an unhappy marriage, a very, very unhappy life, God put me out. And I'm happy for it. And that's that. So we're going to get into the five reasons as to why I don't give a shit about walking away. <laughs> and that's, look, and we're going to take a goddamn sip to that. <laughs> All right. Reason number one, people. I can't keep a man because I don't want to. I don't have to. Why must I put myself in this box to where I always have to say, oh, I got to keep a man. I don't need to. If I can pay all my bills, right, which I do, and I do diligently, 
what is the point of me having someone in the picture who's going to pay my bills and then complain about paying my bills? Right? What is the point of having someone come into my life, present themselves as this, you know, guy who's going to do a great job. He's going to be good to me. Womp, womp, womp. He comes around. Shit changes. He no longer is the person that he said he was going to be for me. And he no longer shows me the same type of energy that I'm giving to him. Why must I stay? I don't have no kids with people. I don't have no goddamn relationships. I don't have no property. I have no businesses. I have no ties to a mother effer. Okay. So why do you feel like I have to stay with somebody just because I put them on my goddamn Instagram? I will put somebody new on my Instagram every goddamn week. You will see a new hand. It look like the United Goddamn Nations on my goddamn Instagram by the time y'all get to scrolling to the bottom. Okay. <laughs> so if you feel like your opinion is valued to where I may say, you know what, maybe I need to just be a little bit more conscious about what I'm putting on Instagram. I don't care. And that's just on that. So if you feel like people have to stay in a relationship just because they post somebody on Instagram, you are a mother effing liar and your expectations are completely messed up. Don't nobody take Instagram that serious to where I'm like, oh my God, everything I post here is so serious and it's my life. If you feel that way, you need to get the hell off my Instagram, period. So rule number one, people don't have to stay with people because they don't have to. Especially if I have no ties to somebody. If I have no ties and all I got is feelings, you think feelings gonna pay my motherfucking bills? If I want to stay with somebody, I'll stay with them because I'm fucking riding for them. Now I'm no ride or die. I've, <laughs> I'm not. I'm going, I'm a ride till you fuck this up type of person. And the minute you fuck it up is the minute I'm out. Period. And that's just on that. So we're going to go to rule number two. And so why I don't give a damn about staying when I don't need to stay. The greatest person in this world, y'all know who I'm talking about when I say this, the greatest person in this world said this, you have to know when to leave to take, leave the table when love is no longer being served. You need to know, I'm going to repeat this for the, for the Queens in the back. You need to know when to leave the table, when love is no longer being served. Nina Simone. Understand, if someone is not giving me the same energy I'm giving unto them, treat those as as we want to be treated. Isn't that in the Bible, right? So if I am giving an individual 100% and the motherfucker is now giving me 50%, you think I'm going to keep giving a honey? I'm not. I'm really not because I don't have to. Again, like I do not have to do 
this shit. I really don't have to do that. So if a person wants me to be involved into a relationship, they're going to have to keep that same energy consistently with me. If they want me to stay, you're going to have to keep me, keep me together. Keep me with that same affection, that same uh, concern, that same softness that you had when you first got me. And if you can't do that, then you're not the one for me, period. All right, number three, no one likes career liars, habitual liars, excessive liars, manipulative liars. No one likes a liar, okay? And that's one of my things. On top of cheating, lying. I just don't do that shit. What you going to lie for? I'm too cool of an individual for you to try to lie to. Okay. Now I know I'm super sensitive to the people, to the people that know me in the back. We we all know I'm a cancer. Okay. And so shit going to break my heart regardless. Okay. So you're going to have to get to a point where you're okay with saying, you know what? I need to go ahead and tailor my communication. Not everything what somebody is saying is going to be pretty. So I know my sensitive ass is sitting there like, oh, yeah, I can handle the truth. Uh, I can handle the truth. But I really can't. I really can't. But I need it anyway. Don't, Don't take that option of giving me the truth away from me. Give me the option to hear what I need to hear. Understand where you're coming from and let's move on from there. I hate liars. I can't. Oh my God. That is like the you ever seen a um a duck run? Well, lie to me and you'll see one. Okay. A duck running. Cause I don't look, I don't, I don't do that. But I'm gonna take a quick sip because we are number four already. We on number four. Damn. All right. This is another one. It's another one I really love. <sighs> the idea of marriage isn't there. Remember how we just talked about people presenting themselves in certain ways and then they saying, oh, they're going to do this. Oh, they're going to do this. Oh, they about this. Oh, they want this. Oh, they want that. And then sometimes it's true. Sometimes it's true. People be wanting it. People be wanting it. But then you'll get with somebody. I had an ex I got with. And, you know, he was talking about, oh, all the beautiful things he want to do with me. And yada, yada, yada. Spent two years with him. And the idea of marriage wasn't there within our relationship. What I'm staying for? What I'm staying for? Oh, you... You thought a bitch was going to stay because you got good dick. Nah. <laughs> nah, I don't nah, I don't stay with good dick. Nah, nah, nah. nah. It's dick everywhere. It's just dick and pussy everywhere. Like, nah. We're not staying for that in 2020. So if your goals does not align to what you presented in the get to know you phase, bye. Bye. Go play with your mama. Go play with your mama, not me. Thank you. And last but not least, 
I do not stay with people who have not learned from their past mistakes. It's so crazy that you get into these relationships and people, you know, again, in the get to know you phase, and then you get out of the get to know you phase, and then you get to your first argument phase. And that first argument is, is, it's a little tricky because how do you navigate in a space from where you guys are so good? Then to you guys are like, oh shit, shit might have hit the fan with this subject or this topic here. So how do I navigate in a space where we can possibly get over this topic? So my, my thing is when people don't learn from past mistakes that they've made in the past or past mistakes that have hindered them to move forward in the, in, you know, in relationship wise and as an adult and as a, as a human being, why do I need to be there and birth you? I'm not your mother. Sorry. Now let's be clear. I want to clear all this up because I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all going to be like, well, damn girl, you going to be lonely forever. Actually not. (laughs) Let's just go down and see what I'm saying here. I'm saying if in order for me to stay, if an individual wants me to stay and wants me in their life, they are going to have to have a certain uh, je ne sais quoi. Okay. You're going to have to have a certain je ne sais quoi in order to keep me intrigued by your energy. Number one, I'm keeping only what wants to be kept. Vice versa, what I said earlier, I said, You know, I don't need to do it. I don't need to do it still, but I am only keeping what needs to be kept or what wants to be kept better yet said. I'm only keeping an individual that shows me he wants this. He can't be without it so he'll do what he needs to do to ensure that we're good and if you're not showing me that energy bye we said this already we're not keeping anyone that does not show the action to be kept period And to go back to number two, you know, you know, you need to leave the table where love is no longer being served, Nina Simone. I can keep someone who continues to give me that same energy because no doubt I'm a cancer. I love so hard once I get past my fears, right? So once I get past my fears, I'm good as fuck and there's no limit to my love because I love so good. I'm passionate. I'm protective. I'm emotional. I'm supportive. I am giving. I am nurturing. I am 
possibly the most ethereal experience an individual will have if he ever messes with me in that capacity, right? So if someone comes my way, understand that energy you're giving me, baby, I'm going to give you that. And then once you get me to say, okay, this is a safe space and I know that everything is good, Oh, whoa, it's going to be like, oh, oh, my good time, good time. going to be good time for you. Um, career liars and being emotionally manipulative. People are that way. And you need to know how to identify those traits. And we're going to get into that into another episode about how to understand when people are being emotionally manipulative to you. We're going to get into that in another episode. And then, you know, um, the idea of marriage isn't there. I don't feel like I need to wait around for somebody's idea of marriage to change or their thoughts on marriage to change. If they tell me, go into it like, yeah, I want this, I want this, and later down the road, it's changed. I'm not saying for that. I'm not saying for that. I'm not saying for you to change. Somebody said you can't change a man. Don't be waiting for a man to change. And baby, look, do I look like a coin machine? Absolutely not. (laughs) And last but not least, people, we need to learn from our past mistakes in relationships. And if anybody I've dated in the past can tell you, they can say she walks away extremely too easily. She is a walker, motherfucker. She is a runner. And that's something I struggle with because I feel like I don't need to deal with it, especially if it's too hard. If it's not something that I can get over, if it's cheating and lying, I'm not. I walk away. So everybody I've walked away from and uh, and it wasn't like amicable on some friendship. It's either they cheated or they lied. And I don't have to deal with it. And, you know, if you want to stay with a cheater, you know, big ups to you. If you want to stay with a liar, big ups to you, you know. But, hey, it is what it is. But I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode on, you know, hey, girl, you can't keep a man. And this is why I can't keep a man because sometimes I don't want the yes. And if you got any questions, make sure you tune in to another episode next week, Saturday. We're going to get back into the same subject and talk a little bit more. (laughs) You know, many of us get in relationship with these men and they start off going all out of their way to get you making all kind of promises and keeping the promises, doing what they say they're going to do, being where they say they're going to be, fucking you like you need to be fucked, rubbing you down, sucking you, taking you on trips, showing up whenever they say they're going to show up, just to do everything it takes to get you and to keep you in check. And once they get us like that, many times women get real relaxed and let their emotions get in fucking overdrive. Your emotions take over. So all your rationale and your reason don't go on out the window. You don't have to think about what he's doing. You don't have to wonder where he's doing. You don't have to wonder if you got him. Because now your emotions have gotten so deep into what he's done to get you. Or you so attracted to him. Or you like screwing him or the way he eat pussy or eat all out your ass. That you feel like you don't really have to wonder if this is ever going to change. 
So I hope y'all enjoyed another episode of Black Girl Uninterrupted. It has been a pleasure sharing my my crazy thoughts with all of y'all. Make sure you guys are leaving me a review. You are sharing, liking, commenting on the podcast and making sure that you are sharing it with everybody you know who would enjoy our conversations. I love you all for being so supportive and so inspiring to my movement, to where I'm going, to what I am trying to do. I love y'all so much. Peace out. Make sure y'all keep it cute and keep it hella black.